Episode 289, The Train Wreck. Let's get started. <laughs> no, you can't number them anymore. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Oh, yeah. For reasons. Oh, well, actually, they, they, they corrected that and said oh. they're not they're not going to take them down if you number them. You can still number them. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because that was such a stupid thing to, to even mm-hmm. suggest. Yeah. Yeah, it was. No, they've apparently clarified it. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're titling it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you we'll give you that one, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that was actually funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Mark's Mark's flock of seagulls was funny too. There you go. Yeah. I'm just gonna like, leave. I get I'm gonna leave Matt saying in there. Yeah, that was actually funny. And Mark's flock of seagulls too. <laughs> and just leave it like that, and people are going to be like, "What?" That's a, that, that's a good opener, actually. <laughs> this is episode two eighty nine on February twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. I'm Matt Hoffman. And in the center square, I'm Joan Rivers. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark Sinowski. <laughs> How are you doing, Mark? Let's start with you. Oh, man, I'm doing super awesome. I've uh, released, what, three videos, and I've already Woo-hoo. tripled the production for the YouTube channel already <laughs> compared to last year. Uh, and uh, yeah. it's been it's been really cool. Um, I, I'm having a blast uh, with, with the 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 videos. I have so many more in the works. It's a uh, lot of fun, a lot of work, and man, like I, I'll, I'll, it, it, this is kind of iPhone related, our tiny shutter Gmail account. Um, it turns out has been very super aggressive with our <laughs> email filtering. <laughs> um, so this past, this past month, in addition to doing, you know, planning uh, and editing videos for, for the channel, I've also been sending out apology letters to a lot of our, uh, some fans and some, some of our, uh, what do you go like, uh, not advertisers. What's a, the, like the people in the industry because, yeah. uh, they, they would contact us talk about different products, uh, see if we would be interested in talking to them. I never saw a single one of these because they got filtered into some weird folder. You know how Gmail now has that whole, uh, primary folder, uh, the the update folder, the discussion folder, all those things. Is this on the uh, web browser, or is uh, this, this is on, 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 on Gmail itself? It doesn't matter if it's the app or if it's the web browser. Oh, really? Yeah. Use, so yeah, I never updated that. It was always just important and everything else. Oh, <laughs> nothing. For a long time, things were very quiet on the tiny shutter 
uh, <laughs> Gmail. And then uh, I, I, something happened where uh, an email finally came through. I'm like, wow, it's been really quiet lately. Like, and then, uh, then I noticed that you know it, it, this was set up in, in the old fashioned. So I switched it to the new way because I got used to it with my my regular Gmail account. And oh man, like just everything popped into into existence. I'm like, mm. oh my god, the people at Camera Plus. I'm so sorry. The people at Foldio. <sighs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, there's just so like if I haven't gotten to you yet, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> like, there's just so many of our colleagues that reached out, and, and I never saw their message. And it like it, so it's been uh, mea culpa this month. February is mea culpa. Uh, the, just wow. So uh, so are you going to put a video out for butt kissing 101? No, 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 no. That's that's for uh, the, our other podcast, uh, the the Tiny Butt Kisser podcast. Um, <laughs> not as many views, though, uh, listeners. It's it's funny. Um, no matter how much we pucker, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy month. But still, having a lot of fun with the videos, having a lot of fun uh, with everybody's. Uh, comments and suggestions it's really really cool but just a fyi for everybody the email's now working if you write in i should see it <laughs> unless oh. it's a bad comment then uh, i'll <laughs> i haven't seen it somehow tiny at gmail.com <laughs> yeah well we're glad to have you on the show um well i woke up this morning and it was like you know, the, the, the spidey senses went off in my head. I was like, oh, <laughs> there's a new app. There's a yes. disturbance in the force. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Go on with the rest of the intro. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, see here. Uh, Dave, how are you doing? Uh, doing good. And actually had some kind of exciting uh, photography-related things go on. Um, first, I'll, I'll apologize for the group for lo- missing... I'm assuming we missed last week. I know we I, I, I unfortunately could not make the normal time. And um, I think we, it, it, no, no one I don't think you didn't. If you if you were waiting for an episode last week, you didn't miss it. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we actually did the episode. It just got lost in my Gmail. Account. <laughs> 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 I can't yeah. find it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back where he's doing he's gonna call everybody and apologize later all right go ahead <laughs> no problem uh i i kind of mentioned the last episode we had that there was a um, um mission moon uh destination moon it was the last weekend for it happening and i got to we got a chance to go um first of all really neat seeing stuff that actually flew in space yeah, uh, they actually had the capsule from Apollo 11 um, that splashed down. They had Buzz Aldrin's helmet and gloves, uh, obviously behind glass for for safety reasons. Um, uh-huh. more, yeah, I know. <laughs> it would have been honestly kind of would have been nice to have if they had replica ones that you could. I mean, they had a thing where you kind of walk in behind and 
pretend you're on the moon collecting samples, but just to see like, okay, so this is what they had to deal with trying to do all this delicate work while dealing with basically, you know, gloves that were the equivalent of um, snow gloves. Oh, you got to go out to the moon set that they yeah. used. Exactly. Exactly. The portable one. The portable one. Not not you know, the not the really good one, but just the portable one. You know what? Uh, here's here's a funny aside. Uh, this is the funniest thing I heard about the the faking the moon landing. Um, so the so the story goes that uh, they faked the moon landing and they brought in Stanley Kubrick to bring in the whole uh, authenticity, mm, yeah. right? Right. And so yes, the moon landing was faked, uh, but. Kubrick was such a stickler for authenticity that uh, to fake it, they actually had to film it on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Dave, go ahead. (laughs) That's the best best one I've heard yet. (laughs) And one thing they also had was um, they had actually someone talk about the uh, photography, the, doing photography during the moon mission and some of the technologies and things they had to develop uh, to so actually much, take yeah. photos during there. Because all and, those cameras were preset before the launch. Right? Yeah, pretty much, well, they had pretty oh, much absolutely. do a lot of that because there wasn't, like I say, if you think about it, it had to, everything had to survive launch. Yes. So you're talking heavy Gs, lots of rumbling and shaking, um zero gravity micrometeors the whole thing um you had to develop it where not only could you you know but also you got to figure they have these big bulbous visors on big so bulbous gloves the gloves the visors and like if you're on the bright side of the moon you literally have an extra two or three visors that can come down otherwise you're yeah. going to get blinded um you have the well, think about it. If you can see, you see the moon from the Earth. That's reflection off the moon's surface. So, if you're trying to take a picture with the darkest of darks, the whitest of whites, with all kind of temperature swings, yeah. so it was amazing. The techno, and of course, they had to they had to uh, tie it into local saying. Um, it, at the time when Westinghouse was still in Pittsburgh and a, a Pittsburgh company, how they were heavily involved with developing a lot of thing, a lot of technology in general for the moon mission, but um, the photography and developing the cameras and getting the images back from the moon and different ways they had to, you know, it was like, well, the best, pl- the easiest thing actually was hitting to Australia first, then having to bounce it up to another satellite, then back down to the U.S., mission control so all the everything that had to go on with getting you know the actual images from the moon around the moon going around that was it was just a really good uh talk exhibition that was really neat to see nice yeah so what iphones did they bring onto the moon yeah (laughs) that you know would that be interesting to see if they go well if we ever go back um, I hate to say I'm a pessimist, but uh, given the fact that the last moon landing happened, the last splashdown from the moon landing happened around a week, week and a half before I was born. Yeah. So I'm not exactly hopeful of us going back as, as a species. Well, there's, uh, 
there's the what 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 is it that uh elon musk yeah spacex but SpaceX. he's more yeah i mean he may go to the moon in terms of mars but his focus is more mars I but they're doing the that marijuana. swing round that where they're bringing civilians on have you guys ever thought that you guys could go onto that oh yeah i'm planning to so um I don't exactly see people knocking down the doors. I think if we started a hashtag to get one of you guys onto the moon, I think we could. There's a good chance we could get that to happen. <laughs> what kind of Patreon level are we talking about? No, no Patreon. Just get enough people to say, "Hey, let's bring Matt to the moon" or something. I can't go because I only have one ear, so uh, that eliminates me. And I'm also a pretty fat, lazy guy, so I don't think I'd pass the physical, <laughs> uh, the, the physical standards. Matt, you're in Dave. the best shape, I think. <laughs> well, Dave's in uh, great shape too. Possibly, maybe. And, and Dave, Dave runs a lot. Yeah, yeah. Dave, yeah. you're a runner. I think you could do it. It'd be half and half, yeah. <laughs> so, so um, to that point about Mars and whatnot, um, Dave, I watch I watch like a lot of uh, space videos and like NASA news stuff because my son is like pretty interested in all that stuff. Cool. And um, like everything that I've been uh kind of watching and reading about is saying that um probably within a few years we will be back on the moon because everything that they want to do to get to mars they're going to need to do it on the moon first so there's going to be a, a lot of you know experimental stuff that will happen on the moon before we get to the point where we're going to go to mars yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not honestly. It's really not a technology question, to be honest. We've had the technology, and we lost the technology, and now we're going to have to rediscover all the technology again. Um, no, no, you just made the the point that you didn't feel like we would ever go back, and I'm telling you that <sighs> that is probably not an accurate statement. We'll probably be back very soon. And when we go back there, it'll be shot on iPhone. Let's bring it back on course. <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean to be honest i I can see them using the sensors if you want to bring back bring it back to iphone i can definitely see them using sensors that were developed for you know a a sony the same sony sensor the iphone uses just because you want to have as small as possible you want higher resolution as possible and you want it i don't want to say idiot proof but you want it where you got so much other things going on during a mission. You just want, okay, we're going to take a picture. Good. Hit the button, have it taken care of. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I could definitely see him. too seriously. All we <laughs> yeah. want to do is just go to the moon and take our iPhones. Exactly. And, well, and I hate to put it this way. You got to remember, I spent six and a half years in college doing that, too. What, wanting to go to the moon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is dreams don't come true. <sighs> but they're possible. They're possible. You can envision but, yeah. it on your iPhone. Huh? huh? <laughs> huh? Oh, okay. So bring, bringing some, now two things happened that were iPhone related that were photography. That the, the the moon thing was one. The second one is during the period we actually had a sudden six inches of snow that came down all at once. And we're talking the big, heavy flakes of snow. And 
I actually had a, I was trying to take some decent photos of the snow coming down, which of course was a pain in the butt trying to do with just regular photos or even live photos. But I took some slow motion video. Oh, I saw the slow motion. Those were pretty cool. Yeah. And I took, because um, a lot of people forget this, you can take the, you can, there's a little white button on the screen while you're doing video, even slow motion, and take some photos. And the snow turns out much better, at least for me it did, off a um, screen capture, if you think about a screen capture of a video, than just taking a regular photo. Right on. So I was able to get some postcard-looking photos that way, which I'm probably going to test again because they're calling for five inches for this weekend for us again. There you go. Yeah. Well, get some good snow pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Greg, how are you doing? Well, I was kind of down on it with a cold all week, so I didn't do too much with photography. But uh, I just can't seem to get Radio Gaga out of my head because last weekend, or I think it was maybe, yeah, last weekend, I guess it was, um, we sat down and watched Bohemian Rhapsody, and no. uh, that was such a good movie. Just loved it, and I love the fact that Rami Malek won Best Actor for it. So, uh, you know, I don't want to go on too much about that because that's way off topic again. But uh, <laughs> really good movie, and uh, you know, just suffered with a cold most of the week. And t- today's the best I've felt probably since uh, probably since last Friday. Mm. So. Yeah, just uh, <clears throat> pretty quiet for me. Nice. Uh, Matt, how are you doing? I am doing well. Um, I'm not really sure what I've been up to. I don't really know. Uh, kind of like a lot of boring stuff, to be honest with you. I've uh, spent a significant amount of time, for some reason, cleaning up my Flickr account, which is really not the best use of my time at all. I should be working on my website, but um, I don't know. I've been spending a little bit more time on Flickr and a while back I had dumped my entire Instagram uh, stream onto Flickr. And I don't know if you like went to my Flickr stream and kind of scrolled through it. There was just like tons of garbage. So I think I deleted like, I don't know, 800-some pictures from my uh, uh, Instagram feed. And then I kind of went through, like, all the groups that I've joined and uh, yeah, removed myself from ones that are kind of like, you know, they've been dead for a few years now <laughs> or um, just groups that I know I'm not going to post to anymore, like anything that had anything to do with, like, New Hampshire and New England and stuff. I kind of remove myself from all that just to kind of declutter um all that stuff um and um what else did i do i was in uh, pittsburgh for a couple days last week and unfortunately i just wasn't able to get any free time to try to meet up with dave or anything but before i left the area i did go um downtown and kind of wandered around a little bit and took some pictures with the just with the iPhone and had the uh, moment 
uh, telephoto lens with me because my wide angle lens is all messed up and unusable. Ah. And, um, you know, I, originally I wanted to, um, get to a, a spot where I could do like some city skyline type pictures. Um, just cause that appeals to me, like being a landscape photographer, I'm always looking for that kind of grand Vista sort of thing. But the, um, the day was just really overcast and gray and there was like this weird haze in the air and, uh, everything just looked awful. So I just decided to go downtown and be kind of right smack in the middle of the buildings. And, um, I got a bunch of shots that I think are cool and I've, uh, posted a couple of them on, uh, Instagram so far with kind of sarcastic, um, captions or whatever, um, about like showing off the, the sites of Pittsburgh, but it's, you know, pictures of these like alleys that kind of look like you're going to get mugged and killed in. Um, so I don't, I'm not really sure like why I'm being all sarcastic cause I love Pittsburgh and, um, you know, I have other friends that are from Pittsburgh more than just Dave. <laughs> so I'm not trying to really <laughs> offend anybody, but I don't know. It just seemed funny to me at the time. Well, the odd thing is, uh, one, I didn't notice you were being sarcastic because it seemed pretty, uh, all right, that's, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> Two, uh, weird haze. Do they legalize marijuana there? <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know. I don't live in PA, so I have no idea what happens there anymore. <laughs> Your behavior is completely inappropriate. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> And then the, uh, the only other thing that happened in my, um, little selfish world that I live in is, um, I, uh, went to the opening of that photo contest that I think I mentioned I was going to, uh, throw some pictures into on the last episode. And, um, I ended up entering five pictures into the contest and, I uh, got like ribbons on for three of the pictures, nice. so I didn't do as well as I did last year. I got a um, a third place ribbon in the black and white category, and then two honorable mentions in the um, uh, the category. I think was seasons, uh, so they were actually I think they were both like winter pictures, and um, for whatever reason. I mean, this is me being like epically snobby, I guess. I was like really unhappy about it. You know, like most normal people would be thrilled to death to just get, you know, any kind of recognition. And I was like upset. <laughs> I don't know oh. what the hell's wrong with me. As you uh, should have been, because, you know, we expect more from you. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's what I told my wife. You know, she was like, you did so great. And I was like, you have no idea how mad Mark's going to be. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, but, but Hey, on, on the plus side though, um, all three pictures were shot with the iPhone. Nice. So I am, I am proud of that because, uh, the, the contest, uh, I would say is predominantly not iPhone pictures. It's mostly DSLR pictures. And I think just to have a, a few, uh, iPhone shots that kind of stand up to the DSLRs. I think that's pretty sweet. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's my that's my consolation. <laughs> well, very cool. I um, I did a little bit of you know iPhone stuff. I I mainly been doing a lot of uh, 
showing people how to use their iPhone. Um, my my sister in law was asking. Do you work about, at the Apple Store now? Yeah, <laughs> no, but I actually have a friend that does. All right, uh, I know a guy. Uh, I had my uh, my sister in law was asking about a constant light um, set that she could get because she was worried about you know her images of the clothes that she sells. Uh, they're not showing the correct colors. And she goes, should I get this? And I'm like, no, actually, you need to, you know, have the, uh, you know, have a white piece of paper or something uh, that is that can be in the frame to uh, correct the color, because all it was was color correction problem. And um, and so I was over. What is she selling? Uh, clothes on. I think it's called Poshmark, something like that. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And so a lot of people. And I noticed this with a friend of mine. He did some shirts for um, my youth group. And he sent me a picture of with the shirt. He says, it's a little off, but, uh, you know, this is the this is the type of shirt. It was like gray. And I was supposed to be getting like a royal uh, to darker blue. And then he, then he took a picture of the tag and sent me another picture. He goes, actually, this is what it's supposed to look like. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that looks better. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like people don't understand that you, you take a picture of something, the camera's trying to get, you know, the, the correct lighting. And so it's trying to take whatever's around it. If it has no white or no black in there it, or, or a gray, it's just going to do whatever and then you're like oh man this thing is terrible i can't believe i have a camera that sucks you know well they also need the right light too like if you're in the in your kitchen and you have the the halogen light bulbs that are you know emitting a orange light then that no matter how much white background you have it's gonna right well that that too but you know there's you know you can correct color temperature the problem is is that uh if you mix different lights then you're going to have an issue also. Right. But, uh, and that, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, just do it right and have an LED light. Or, you know. <laughs> so she's going to try that and see, uh, see if that works better. Save her 50 bucks. But, uh, but yeah. And then last week, yeah, I apologize. I was out. I had thrown out my back and I didn't, I didn't think it'd be fun to have everybody listen to me on the show. Go hear me go. Ah, yeah hold on, hold on i gotta stand up so i i decided not to uh, try to do the show on my back and uh <laughs> so it's much better now i don't have issues with it right now except for a little numbness in my foot but my that's my, my gmail uh inbox throughout his back so I yeah. apologize for that. <laughs> Me- that's right all right well let's go ahead and move into uh should we do should this be news or should this be an app jingle let's do the app jingle it's that simple to put the app right on the phone all right uh that never gets old yeah um every once in a while i get something right all right, uh, so to, today, at least for myself, um, a new app came out from Halide, and it's called Spectre, and they're going to take over the world. Um, 
And so we thought it would be good to get some first impressions. I downloaded it today. today. Who Did anybody download it yesterday? I thought it was only available today. Yeah, it, it just came out, out today. It okay. came out today. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it came out today on February 28th, and it's $1.99. That's their quote-unquote introductory price. Um, and so like, uh, like the iPhone enthusiasts that we are, we each purchased it and played around with it a little bit but uh some of us had awesome places to be able to go out and try it out so let's uh let's go around the room and kind of get what the first impressions are and uh, who wants to go first i will you go first all right fine (laughs) i will go first yeah um so i i actually had you know no idea what to expect today um other than you know it was going to be a new app but wasn't sure what it was going to do and and it does turn out that it's a long exposure uh type of app and um i guess what kind of sets it apart um is the use of artificial intelligence um in the app although uh so far i don't think i've used it in a way that really uh benefits from from that capability i suppose um so i guess like the uh, the the main feature per se is if you want to do you know like a light trails like at nighttime or um you know just a an exposure like let's say you're visiting the uh the bean in chicago where there's always a million people but you just want to get yes. you know get a shot with no people <clears throat> excuse me um you know, it'll it'll uh, do this long exposure effect to where the the people kind of, as they're moving through the scene, they kind of disappear basically, yeah. and and it's using artificial intelligence to kind of help make that happen. Um, I kind of use it more in the traditional long exposure sense, like kind of similar to how I would use um, like slow shutter cam or something like that, and went out and uh found a a park in the town that i was in today that had like a nice uh creek that ran through it with some little cascades and whatnot and um you know i just wanted to kind of see what kind of results it gave and at the time um i hadn't really read like a whole lot about the app um so i had like a really vague understanding of like how it worked and I was under the impression that it, the only way that it gave the uh, kind of the slow shutter simulation was basically by utilizing live photos. Um, so all the pictures that I took today are basically a live photo. Um, I did use a tripod and I tried all th- three shutter speed settings. Um, so right now there's only three settings. There's basically a, a, or three like exposure lengths, if you want to call it that there's three seconds, five seconds and nine seconds. And I just tried them all just to kind of see, you know, what kind of effect it would have on the water. And if one looks smoother than the other or, you know, kind of what the deal was. And and they all turned out like really nice. And, And I think a 
big part of that is because I had the phone uh, mounted on a tripod, so it was like really steady. And um, you know, the, the the app has a little. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's a button or not because I haven't tried to press on it, but it's like an icon uh, right underneath the, uh, you know, the screen that shows your your composition, and it's uh, kind of a dynamic button that shows if your phone is stable or not, right. and then, um, you know, basically when when it when it's stable, the word stable shows up, and then that's when you would want to take your picture. You know, mine always said that because it was on a tripod. Don't um, you wish that was moving? What's that? Don't you wish there was a stable uh, button for people? Yes, if it, they walk by, <laughs> it's a stable. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different. That's, that's a an different iPad kind of stable. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, uh, I my initial, I guess my my initial thoughts on it are are the the pictures that I took turned out uh, really well. Um, but I, I suppose this is such a hard app for me to review because I, I love Halide so much. Uh, it's, you know, my favorite camera app and in reading about this new app Spectre, I can appreciate the, the work that went into, oh, wow, I'm getting crazy feedback. Anyway, I can appreciate the, the work that went into this and the, the artificial intelligence and, and how difficult it probably was to to code this app and the design is beautiful and and everything like that but um i can't help but compare it to slow shutter cam because to me the the results that it's producing are the same and slow shutter cam granted has been out for a very long time now but it it offers so much more and so I'm a little underwhelmed at the moment by by Spectre, but um, I'm sure you know as updates roll out and everything, this app will probably have more features and everything. And I have like a lot more um, shooting that I want to do with this app, and and then I'll start you know sharing with everyone the results I'm getting. And um, I, I definitely could see myself using this and it becoming kind of a regular app that I would use, but I think it's going to take like a lot more for it to replace slow shutter cam at the moment. Like probably my biggest pet peeve at the moment is the fact that it doesn't have a self timer, um, which I think yeah. for this type of photography is really um, essential because, you know, if you're trying to do yeah. a long exposure, you don't want to be touching your phone no. and introducing shake to it. Uh, that that you don't need to be so you know just a, a two second or three second self timer to where you can tap that shutter button and it counts down two or three seconds and then starts to take the picture um, you know that would that would definitely be optimal in my opinion and I'm sure that is something that wouldn't be terribly hard for them to to implement and when I say I'm sure I'm not sure because I don't know anything about coding um, <laughs> But, uh, I wonder. I wonder if a you know, Bluetooth uh, shutter um, trigger would work. It, I mean, it works on uh, all the other apps, so it would definitely work on this one if they had it. I, I don't know if they do. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. And I thought about bringing uh, earbuds with me and trying that, um, and then I forgot. 
to. So uh, there's actually a lot of things that I wish I had done today that I just didn't have time to do. Like I wish that I had brought my moment telephoto lens with me so that I could have put a polarizing filter on and I kind of just left all that stuff in the car because I wasn't really out to shoot today. It was just kind of a spur of the moment. Like, let's grab a couple shots and test this out real quick. Um, but uh, all in all, I'm happy with, with the results. And there's a little bit of a learning curve to it because I, I don't feel like there's a lot of information that explains it very well. And I, and I think the lack of information has to do with the fact that overall the app is real simple. There's not really a lot of stuff to click on and different settings and whatnot. Um, but I do think it could use a little bit of explanation as to what the little, the handful of things that you can like toggle on and off and change. It would be beneficial if there was, you know, something that explained like what, what that stuff means. Like for instance, um, uh, there's a, a, a feature um, hold on. I'm just trying to open the app quick so I could talk intelligently here. I, I don't even know what some to... guy that could make a video tutorial on that, preferably a Polish guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to call this. So, so I have, I think it's like the light, it's the light trails mode. Okay. And now that I'm looking at it again, I see that when I, uh, so I have the iPhone 10, right. And up in the top left corner uh, by the notch right now it says the word auto and if i tap on that then i get this little menu across the top of the screen and it says light trails colon auto which is highlighted in green at the moment and then on and off well i thought because i was just looking at looking at it real quick that light trails was like something I could tap on and highlight light trails. Like if I'm going out at night and I want to do light trails, I would tap on light trails. So I had it on auto for most of the time, but I thought, well, I'm going to click on on and see what that does. And I took some pictures of these, this waterfall I was at and it looked horrendous <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't occur to me until like later in the day today that, what I was doing was turning on the light trails mode. So basically what it was doing is um, creating light trails out of all the highlights in the waterfall instead of just recording the movement of all the water. So it, it looked really, really, really funky and I didn't understand like what the heck it was doing. And I thought it had like something to do with the artificial intelligence, like just going haywire or something. Uh, it just turned out that, I'm an idiot and I can't read. Um, <laughs> well, but, it uh, wasn't exactly clear either. It was just, I mean, like when you see auto, like in its location, like the first thing that jumps to, in, into my head is you, it's the flash setting, mm -hmm. the LED light setting or something like that. I just think that having it like something dedicated to just talking about light trails is. It's kind of weird. So, can I go into my two cents? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, I, definitely. I, I think I've wrap, said like way more than I need let to. Me, let me wrap up one thing. So, I just took my uh, Bluetooth uh, uh, earphones and was able to use the um, the uh, volume control to uh, trigger the camera. 
So, oh, there you go. So that works. All right, go ahead. All right, so guys, you you, you guys know how obsessed I am with waterfalls. <laughs> that 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 has, like you look at the YouTube channel, and, and yes, it's almost exclusively landscape photography on the iPhone using whatever slow shutter app that's available. I, I've reviewed a whole bunch of them. And so when I saw this the, the, this morning, I, 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 this was the big reveal. I was, I, I, I was elated. I was like, it's like Christmas. And Halite is a brilliant company. Like their response to the whole, um, the, 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 what is it? The selfie gate thing that, that came out when the iPhone, when the iPhones came out. Yeah. Just they were they were on top of it. They they knew their shit backwards and forwards and I was super impressed. Halide is a just an amazing camera app. Um so when I downloaded this, I was a bit confused as to why it was uh, again, like like you said, like why it felt so simple. Um but I thought maybe that's the that's the beauty of this. It's how simple it is. And I'm underwhelmed, guys. Like, right now, we, you have the, the top two players for, for dedicated slow shutter apps is slow shutter cam, camera plus two. Those are, the, and camera plus one, if you still have it. You know, those are probably, like, the gold standard that you need to 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 be equal with or beat um and when i started it like i I first did some uh waterfall exposures i went to the powwow river it was at night but they light up the waterfall um and it does a good job of rendering the, the 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 blur and everything so all of that was fine but being limited to three seconds, five seconds, and nine seconds, I thought that was kind of a bit of a bummer. Um, being able to control that, because in some cases, you have, uh, like, depending on your lighting, and because this is simulated exposures, you have that crimping effect that can happen in, in your waterfalls. So having a longer exposure gives you uh, a, a better chance to kind of iron out those crimps and be able to, to to straighten out that flow and make it look nicer. So in some cases, having a 12-second exposure up to 30 seconds, yes, it's simulated exposure, but having that option would be super, super nice, I think. Um, so that first limitation bothered me a little bit. Um, the second one was the, the fact that I could not save in a larger file format right now you get, it spits out one kind, that's it. And it's a small file size. Um, now I know you can't do raw. That's impossible with simulated long exposure because it's a 
collection of many photos to create this one photo. But with uh, Camera Plus and Slow Shutter, you have the option of saving into larger file formats, which makes it much better to print. Um, and much more editing flexibility. This one doesn't give you that. And that's kind of a bummer too. And uh, looking into the options, the only option you have is to turn toggle on or off the live function, the, the, the Apple live photo function. And it's default to on all the time. Like you turn on the app once more, even if you turned it off all the other times, it's going to keep turning itself back on, which is also annoying. Um, so all that being said, when I looked at the waterfalls and compared it to a shot that I did with slow shutter cam, the detail isn't there. Now, remember when I did that video on comparing iOS 11 to slow shutter cam, How, when the Apple first announced the, the function that the, there are certain aspects of the photo that are, are, are appearing blurry, that it couldn't iron out that detail within the waterfall. Yeah, that's hap that's happening throughout the entire photo. So when I looked at um, the 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 exposure, um, and, and I'm still planning on doing a video on this, um, I looked at the rock wall by the waterfall that was perfectly still, and I did use a tripod. The rock wall had blur in it. The one with slow shutter cam was perfectly sharp. And I thought that this might be something that I did wrong. Maybe it's because it was nighttime that, that this was happening. So I brought it inside and just photographed on my tripod just a chair. And I used both apps and slow shutter cam. Image was perfectly sharp. The The... Spectre app had some blur to it. It wasn't, it wasn't sharp. Hmm. So that's a big issue. That's a huge issue for me. I mean, it's good enough for Instagram and things like that, but I like to bring out the detail. I like to, to really sink my teeth into these things and, and, uh, and I like to print them. Um, so this is a bit of a letdown. Um, well, it's I not like this is going to be baked, you know, and, and the, they can't do any updates, but yeah, you know, if no, but like your first impression right out of the gate, right. You know, the, it's so, all right. So that being said, going into like the, the light trails, light trails has always been tricky because with camera plus and with uh, slow shutter cam, it's not as simple as what you have with a regular camera because these are simulated long exposures. So in a lot of cases, if you do this with, uh, um, uh, do the, the light trails with, uh, slow shutter cam, you'll get a light trail, but you'll also get these little segments almost kind of, kind of like a crimping, but it's just these momentary phases of sharpness. So, like, if a car is going by, 
you could tell where each frame was, uh, right. the car was, because there's that little bit of sharp detail in, in the lights right. uh, that, that go through the, 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 the motion. Uh, Spectre does a really good job at making that blur nice and continuous. But it's 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 funny because like while it does a great job with that motion, I think it's bringing in too much light, and so like a lot of the redshift uh, from the tail lights, um, w- which you want a nice red streak, is be it's just turning bright white. It's overexposing, huh. and that's what I was seeing, um, and, and, and so. It's on the right track, and I wonder if this AI within the app will learn how to do this better. Um, and, and so it, I think it's on the right track. Like, there are some instances where it comes out nice, some instances where it comes out too bright. Those are the two extremes that I'm experiencing. Um, and the shutter speed is also extremely detrimental. And light trails. Uh, when I was in downtown Amesbury doing these, um, I would, I had it set to nine seconds, and I misjudged the shot, and it was it was either too little or too late, and that nine seconds was gone. Now the beauty about slow shutter cam is one, you could set it to bulb, or you could set it to uh, 30 seconds and let it run in the event that you miss you could continue that exposure so like when you do an exposure you have the options to save edit uh, or delete or you could hit the shutter button again and keep exposing the same image and so you have another shot at getting the trail that you want you don't get that with with, with, with this so mm. having nine seconds is kind of weak um, when you're dealing with light trails to get that perfect trail of light and not, I mean, being able to take the shot again, sure, you know, hit or miss, you know, whatever, but you need to be able to at least keep that exposure going, have a bulb mode, have a 30 second mode, have, you know, be able to control that better, I think is super important and it's not there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're it just it's weird that they launched it like this. Like they they have their head on their shoulders so much when it comes to the highlight app that this just feels just half baked. Like it, you could see the promise behind it. You could see that they put a lot of work into it. And, and the AI behind it, if it's as strong as they say it is, you know, the, should be able to do some really cool stuff with it. Being able to at least take photos handheld, that's pretty incredible. I'm not going to take away from them, uh, you know, the, the, the effort that they put into it. I just think they didn't go far enough. I felt like that, you know, w- w- you know reading the description and and seeing you know all the cool things that it's doing behind the scenes that 
I, it feels like they were forced to launch it because they needed revenue or something like that. Hmm. You know, get it out the door now and we'll fix it later is, is what it felt like when maybe they should have kept baking it for a couple months more. I don't know what, you know, I don't know my ass from my elbow when it comes to coding, but when you have apps like slow shutter cam and camera plus the, the, those apps out there that are, um, you know, the gold standard and falling short. And in my opinion, you know, as much as, as much work as they put into it, they, it, you know, they don't even get the silver medal. In my opinion, they get fourth place. You know, it's, uh, that, that's, that's, that's my thoughts. Um, they, 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 it just falls short on too many areas uh, that, that I'm seeing. And that, I mean, I'll spend more time with it. I'll do some more photography with it. Maybe I I'm wrong. I smell, Maybe I smell a side-by-side comparison. <clears throat> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, um, you can't help but put it side-by-side. Side. Right. I mean, if you've been using these apps for so long. Yeah. But what that's my say? What are you going to yeah. say, Matt? And that's where, where I, I guess where I stand with it, too. But... Um, you know, so I feel like we're really dogging this app. It is a good app, and let me let me point out one cool thing that I that I noticed with it. Um, so, you know, if you have a phone with two lenses, um, you can you can shoot you know with both lenses, the uh, normal lens and the and the telephoto lens, and um, you can touch on the screen like anywhere in the scene and a little slider pops up that you can slide up and down to basically adjust the um how bright or dark the the photo is and the thing that i thought was cool is um you know let's say you know you're using the the normal lens and you adjust it to um well i'll just use like the example that i gave you guys earlier today um you know, you adjust the the brightness down to uh, minus zero point six uh-huh. EV, right? And then you decide, well, uh, I want to take a shot with the the telephoto lens, and you know, so that one pops up, and you adjust it to minus zero point four EV to get the brightness level that you want. When you go back to the normal lens, it's not going to be zero minus 0.4 it remembers that 0.6 so as you toggle back and forth it holds your exposure settings until you change them again huh so that so, just makes it even more disappointing that they can remember that but they can't remember to the the one actual setting to turn on and off the live uh live view um that that's just that's just even worse <laughs> You mean to turn off live photo? Yeah. It's in the settings. The one setting, yes. But I want you to clear your app, like like turn it completely off, and, and uh, power the app back on. It'll be toggled on again. Oh. oh, okay. It doesn't remember that you turned it off. All right. Maybe that's just a me thing. <laughs> but uh, maybe it's a bug. Yeah, if but, you have uh, to go in every single time to do yeah. that. It's not a no. you thing. It's That's how it is. 
And by the way, when I tested the, the sharpness of the photo, um, I originally thought that this was just the live photo kicking in. Uh, I actually went in, toggled it off, took the exposure again to see if the sharpness was any better, and it was not. So, Well, I, I, I do notice now, and I don't know why I didn't see this this morning, that when you do click on the uh, settings icon, there is a, a quick guide up at the top that um, you could go into, and it will give you a little bit more information about the app and, and you know how to get good pictures with it. But that was in the beginning when you launched the app too, isn't that? I don't know. I don't remember. Sometimes I just tap through stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? You, you were talking about um, how it uh, kind of blows out, you know, like in the light trails, like the, the tail lights of the cars, even in their example photo. Yeah. It was- um, the, the tail lights are, are just, they're white. You could tell that they're taillights because there's kind of a reddish outline yeah. to the streaks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. I don't know. There might be a way to tweak it. And um, It's a tough thing to balance. Even slow shutter cam isn't perfect at it. Like, I really struggle with it in slow shutter cam and in camera plus. Um, like, it, it's... Light trails isn't easy because, you know, these aren't real long exposures. Gotcha. Yeah, that is true. I mean, nine seconds in the grand scheme of things isn't really that long. Yeah. DSLRs, it was easier to do than it is with the iPhone. But, you know, sometimes the the real way to getting, you know, the light trails correctly, it would be film, you know. But, yeah. Joe, didn't I fire you already? Yeah, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> I keep showing back up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, one more time, I give you that set of stick knives. He's earned them at this point. He's earned them, yeah. I mean, you're hired again. I mean, I, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> Oh okay, so yeah. I have some thoughts on this. Okay. No. Nope. Okay, so <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so I actually took some notes uh while Mark was speaking so I can come back to them because there was no way I was gonna remember it all. Um but Mark, you mentioned uh the file sizes were small. Uh they are small, but they're in full resolution right. if that means anything um you know nope, it's the full because resolution, I saw the full the... resolution. <laughs> well but uh, i'm just saying that uh you know it's not like it's giving you like live photos out of a the iphone native camera it gives you a, a small resolution file too like it's not just um no i get small that inside but, yeah so i mean i just just wanted to point that out so i mean it's you know Kind of hear me out because I'm I'm going to agree with you on on some things here too, but yeah. Um, okay, so uh, the short exposure times, I think the biggest thing that they're wanting to um, is wanting to to uh, promote with this app is that you can do it handheld. You cannot do this handheld with slow shutter or camera plus too. Yeah, um, you just can't do it. Oh now, yeah, and I'm really really I, impressed I, I with some, that. 
ability. Yeah, yeah, because I took some handheld ones. Uh, I did three, five, and nine second of the same thing. The three and the five were pretty decent. And, of course, the nine, forget it. I, I, I must have moved or something. But um, So I think, you know, I think they're kind of promoting this as being able to do it with handheld and you, they're using the AI and then, you know, the neural engine stuff and all that stuff to explain that that's how they do it. Let so, me also I mean, add, uh, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, if I were to have a choice between using the iOS live photo or using Spectre, Spectre beats it hands down. The, the, oh, yeah. The, it's, it, it's so much better than live photo. Live photo uh, that's attached to iOS is, I, I think, is still a joke. Yeah. And the fact yep. that Apple can't even do something on their own device equivalent to slow shutter cam is just laughable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no argument there at all. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about was... Uh, in exporting, you can actually export the live photos as little videos. And I don't know of any other app that does that. Right. You know, you, you can, if you take a nine second exposure, you got a nine second video. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, just kind of cool, really. I mean, it's not, I don't see myself doing that very often, but just to have that ability is kind of neat because. If you take a, a, you know, a long exposure and you happen to think, oh, I wish I could have that on video, like if something happens or whatever, I mean, it gives you that opportunity. Um, so, there, you know, there's that. That's, that's a, a, a little feature that's not found any, anywhere else. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention, well, actually two more things. Uh, one is how I just put on Twitter this evening that, um, now that Halide and Spectre are both out, their sister apps, Halide's latest update, where they kind of teased, you know, something coming up in a new app, um, they both have this AI stuff built into them. And going forward, all their new new developments are going to be put into both apps at the same time. I think so. They're gonna sounds like they're gonna update them in tandem. So um, it's good to know that they're gonna have you know all that kind of support going in both of those apps going forward. <clears throat> I wonder why they just didn't do the long exposure feature into their... In Hell? Hal- yeah. I mean, uh, would have... Uh, like, like, I didn't think it would be... Po- Remember when Camera Plus, the, the original, the Prime version, when, when that came out, it had so many capabilities. It had... Um, you, you had the long exposure, you had the macro photography, you, you had all these other, you know, portrait mode all this stuff jammed into one app and it was kind of all over the place because you kind of had to fiddle around to, to make it all happen. And when they came out with camera plus two, they, I mean, they built it from the ground up and they organized it in such a way that it became easier to do all of it. Like it was just the, an optional way to do slow shutter ability. It was just an optional way to do uh, macro photography and so forth. So, I mean, it shows that it's doable. I, I wonder why they went this route. I mean, it's just a curiosity. Um, the only thing I can think of is that they didn't want to bloat up Halide. 
with yeah. features, right? You know, they wanted to keep it uh, as uh, slim and trim as possible with, you know, by, you know, making it the, the best camera app that's out there. And, you know, in my opinion, it is. It's my favorite one. So I'll say that. But um, plus, I mean, there's the fact that now that they have another app, they've just got a whole new channel in their revenue stream. Right. You know, that's that's a big deal right there. I'll bet you they made a lot of money today. Um, they could have done that as an extra feature. Yeah, because Halide like is... in that purchase? Yeah. Halide is five ninety nine, and then the introductory uh, for Spectre is one ninety nine. I yeah. can imagine I that it's going to go... To like yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it stays at maybe four ninety nine. I wouldn't be surprised, but I I don't know. But I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised. But the other thing I wanted to mention real quick was I went out and did a test today, and it was getting close to dusk. Uh, went to the local park, took the dogs for a walk, and there was a bridge over a river, and I took. Um, I, I, first, I tested the three, five, and nine-second exposures. Now, these are on tripod, and um, there's not a lot of difference between them, really. Even in the look of the flow of the water, it's maybe a very subtle changes. But then, after I took the nine-second exposure, I opened up slow shutter, and I took an eight. It only has a, a setting for eight. It doesn't have nine, but I so I used took an eight-second exposure with slow shutter. And Excuse me. And then I did an eight second exposure with camera plus two and all three of those pictures look very close to being the same. Yeah. However, Spectre is slightly blurry, just ever so slightly. Uh, I, and I mean, it's so slight that you can hardly see it. I've got to look at it on my Mac, you know, full, almost full res to see any blurriness in say, you know, some of the twigs that might be in the background of the picture. Um, if I posted it on Instagram, I, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you, I d- highly doubt you would tell the difference. But the, uh, and then the only other difference was that camera, and I just shot them all, just pointed and shot. Um, the only other difference was that camera plus rendered it just as tad warmer in, in tone, like in, uh, in color temperature or whatever. Yeah. But other than that, oh, and and the the other thing was that okay, camera plus two eight seconds. I had to dial, <coughs> excuse me, I had to dial the ISO down to like one or you know maybe the lowest setting it was, because um, like I say, it was getting near dusk. In um, uh, slow shutter, it was ISO sixteen for the eight seconds, and with um, Spectre. It was nine seconds at ISO 25. So yeah, tech, technically, exposure-wise, there those are the differences. Shooting, trying to get the same length of exposure of the same scene, and um, I'm 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 currently writing a review for this for Spectre, and I'm going to put it up on my blog hopefully sometime on Monday, uh, where I'm going to try to you know dig into the meat and potatoes of it and compare it and stuff like that. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, off the cuff, I like it. What I really like is the fact that you can say, take a three second live photo or long exposure and just hold it with your hand. You know, you know, you got to do it right though. You got to make sure your elbows are tucked in. You don't want to just hold your arm out at arm's length cause you're not going to get it still enough. 
Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta really um, pay attention to you know, when I do it. My elbows are tucked into my body, or my 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 hands are resting on something solid, or and then I'm either holding my breath or very slowly <laughs> exhaling because uh, I just I just don't want to get that shake at all. I want to get it as still as I can. I can't so. do it at all. Like the j- just no amount of steadiness for me is going to make me hold that camera steady yeah um, i mean you know for best results put it on a tripod i mean that yeah that, that's just a no-brainer with any long exposure no matter what app you're using put it on a tripod to get the best results but if you don't have access to one or if you're in a pinch <laughs> excuse me if you're in a pinch and you need to get the shot out real quick at least with this app you can hold it by hand and it tells you when you're stable and you can get three and maybe at best a five second shot uh, nine seconds that's a stretch doing a handheld I, I i won't even attempt that again yeah that makes sense so you know i do agree with you on a lot of points but there were some things that i just wanted to point out you know call it in in their defense or whatever but uh um you know it, it's it's not perfect but it's pretty good yeah from a scale of one to ten i give it a solid b minus Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right dave uh, you, can, you... you can export those b minus movies in out of a uh, specter yeah or i could just use my movie app <laughs> yeah. but, i mean <laughs> that's that's right. the other thing i like i don't want to do video with a camera app i, I have a video app for yeah. that <laughs> all right dave yeah. uh what are your thoughts nothing absolutely nothing <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Dave, you're fired. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't have a lot of chance to uh to test it out to be honest. Just posting basically one long exposure I tried while I was pouring some coffee, which honestly it looks kinda neat because that was a cool it, shot. <laughs> it doesn't it, look kinda neat, Dave. It looks freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that was completely handheld with one hand, while the other hand was pushing the um, the button on the coffee machine. So that, except for the little bit of blurriness when the shot was done, for the parts that didn't move, that I didn't like that. But I'm also when I was checking uh, some of the posts on Reddit, and a lot of people were complaining about blurriness on their photos. Yeah. So it, that that tended to be yeah. something that wasn't just one or two people. And the good thing is, and unfortunately, I forget which of the people from Halide was on Reddit, but they were very active with response. And one thing he did say that made me really think, they said, this is kind of a good platform or starting for our computational photography. Yeah. So were, I don't they know. They were very it, responsive on Twitter as well. Yeah. But oh, in terms so of this being I, kind of the starting point where I could see Spectre being a, you know, they could say, well, Halide's our solid app. This is going to be our normal app and Spectre's going to be our uh, experimental app or, oh, we're going to try something. It doesn't sound like Spectre's only going to be long exposure, but it's going to be more their experimental app where they're going to be kind of pushing the boundaries. I mean, this is me trying to read probably way too much into it at 11 o'clock at night, but kind of there, you know, like I said, in terms of why two different ones, well, uh, 
I can see yeah. a lot of people spending a buck ninety nine for an app for long exposure. That's not too bad. But to say, oh, by the way, you have to buy our five ninety nine app, and then you have to buy our two dollar add on top of it. People are going to be like, Ugh, I don't take long exposures that much to invest. You know, almost eight dollars into an app, but one ninety nine. I can see that. And I have no doubt in my mind that this app is going to get better. Like Halide, their engineering and their commitment to photography is is just brilliant. And I love them for that. I mean, like I said before, like they're, you know, they were on top of the whole, you know, the, the fiasco with the iPhone, uh, the new iPhones uh, launched. And, you know, that made me, feel very um comfortable using their uh apps because i knew they were going they're in it for the long haul so i have no doubt that this app is going to turn into something amazing later down the road that's i i say probably by this fall we're going to you know see specter as you know just night and day to what it was launched if i'm wrong then i hope it happens sooner rather than later um, you know, it, it's they they have such a big dedication, so uh, that that's why I'm not giving up on them. I hope they keep the price point as is for a long time until that happens. Because if they raise that price, if it's like just a one week thing or one month thing, and they still haven't nailed down that detail, I, I think it's going to hurt them in the long run. Um, so that, that's my additional two cents. There's more change for you. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we will have more to bring to everybody in the future as it unfolds. But uh, clearly, I think uh, uh, Halide is uh, trying to expand, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. And gentlemen, I got a bail at this point. I have to uh, head upstairs and uh, finish off stuff. But uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> kids. I have kids. I have to take the <laughs> Don't make outside. no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was a pleasure being on. Check out Tiny Shutter's YouTube channel. That's where you'll find me. Uh, Instagram, uh, Mark Sadowski. Do a search for that. All that fun stuff. You guys, you can fill in the rest. Yep. All right. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, guys. All right. We'll All right. See you later, you, dude. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right, uh, Dave, why don't you go ahead and take care of this one? Sure. This is uh, finishing up our two-week uh, challenge, things that look like letters. Um, this week we selected Jay Sh- Schreiner um, in, with a ice pick uh, in the shape of the letter A. Aha. Um I, I love the colors on this, um, the clearness, and the fact that the letter A, it wasn't 
it just didn't come out and kind of hit you in the face as a letter A. It used um, the immediately close ice for the sides and for the horizontal part was uh, the horizon. Yeah. So it was a, the composition was a little bit more, um, I don't want to say delicate, a little more complicated than just, you know, here is an, a structure that looks like an A on a house. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I like it. Um, uh, I mean, even just the colors are nice, the the blues and, and stuff of the ice and whatnot. Um, I mean, you can definitely see the A in this. And that was, uh, I, th I think, a key point in this whole challenge was to uh, make it easy to see a letter of the alphabet in the image. And, and Jay, has, Jay has definitely done a good job of that. Uh, uh, well exposed. Uh, really, uh, I, he doesn't really have any information as to what he used uh, as far as camera and apps or anything. If he's if he's um, done any editing to it or not, but uh, just just a really good shot. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt? Uh, yeah, I like it for all the same reasons that everybody else likes it. It does uh, look like an A. I like the colors. Um, I like it because it's a scene that we don't like. typically get to see a whole lot of. You know, We don't live in the, the Arctic, so <laughs> or sometimes it seems like we do, but uh, we don't. So it's kind of kind of cool in that regard to um, you know just see this type of uh, landscape, even though this is a little bit more intimate, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah, it, it, to me, it looks a lot like a moonscape, and uh, the uh, you know every it could be like a crystal cave or something like that. But I do love the colors. I love the different uh, variations in the shade uh shade of blue and uh i think it's i think it was well done so congratulations jay you are our post pick of the week winner if you would like to be chosen as post pick of the week you have two options you can uh do what jay did and go on to our facebook group and um add an image to our weekly photo challenge and the other way is to go on instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter so uh yeah two options if you don't like facebook that's fine if you you know or you could do both it, it doesn't matter or you cannot do any of them and just send us hate mail um send it to tiny shutter at gmail.com and it'll <laughs> never be seen <laughs> all right um <laughs> <laughs> oh so cool all right um i had an idea for our next weekly photo challenge okay let's go with it sweet all right and uh, <laughs> so, uh i was thinking um uh a long exposure oh, mm -hmm. oh. let's go with it <laughs> huh that's weird. What made you think of that? I don't know. I don't think we've ever done one. Long exposure, really? Yeah, I, we've I'm done. Trying... We, we've done light trails. I remember light trails okay, a few years trails, ago, but yeah. I don't think we've ever done in general long exposure. Yeah, it, I don't think we have. But that's could, a good idea, Joe. 
or it at least could, in the last in the last year or two, let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, you can. Uh, it doesn't have to be waterfalls. It doesn't have to be cars. A, a long exposure can be people walking. Um, you know, you, people don't have to be completely gone from the image, but you know, there has to be some sort of a long exposure uh, motion. I would say in the image to uh you know you can't just uh take a picture of a um uh of a uh like a potted plant on a table and say long exposure no you know you, you have to have some sort of emotion in there um so yeah let's go ahead and well unless anybody objects i'll take nope. that as a no okay <laughs> uh <laughs> your your parameters are very restrictive uh well i'm kidding okay. kidding kidding, i always have a sheldon cooper moment when matt says something like that because i have to ask myself okay is that sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> yes you don't say much friend but when you do it's to the point and i salute you for it all right <laughs> <laughs> oh cool all right. Uh, is there anything else to bring up before we call it a show? I just wanted to bring up that um, two weeks ago I said uh, Lumabee was giving away some promo codes for a filter pack that they yes. released into their app. And I, when I put the post on Facebook and I think Instagram or wherever, uh, I think it was Facebook, Instagram, and the Artful Eye Photography community, I said that I was going to announce the winners you know, on the following Thursday, which was last Thursday. So I did that on, on those channels. I, I posted the winners and everybody's got their codes and, and they're all happy. So there was 18 people. Wow. Um, there was five on Instagram, six on the Artful Life Photography community, and the rest were on our Facebook group. So, um, you know, congrats to all those winners. And uh, I made sure, you know, through Facebook Messenger that everybody got their, their codes and they did. So, um, you know, that was fun. It was very nice of those guys to, uh, to give us that many codes and, uh, um, made a lot of people happy. So very kudos cool. to them. Well, awesome. Thanks. Uh, thanks to L Luma B for doing that. And, uh, thank you, uh, Greg for, uh, facilitating that. Oh, no problem. So cool. All right. Well, let me go ahead and play this. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. Apparently my buttons aren't working. Barely. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Dave, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Sure, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod. And you can find me on the Facebook group as Dave Podner. Awesome. Uh, Greg. You can find me on Instagram at Macmillan Photo, on Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo, and on the Artful Eye Photography community and our Facebook group just under my name, Greg Macmillan. Awesome. And Matt. All right. You can check me out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Flickr, uh, all of those at um, M. Hoffman Photo. Uh, not so much I am at the moment. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what's going on there. They had a 
data breach at some point in the recent past and they reset everybody's passwords and I'm having trouble getting logged back in. So, Ooh. uh, not I am. Yeah. I'm really broken up about it. <laughs> uh, also sarcasm. Um, yeah. So Twitter, Flickr, Instagram, it's where I'm spending my time <laughs> nowadays. Very cool. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our uh, Facebook uh, group and YouTube, all that other stuff by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you for uh, hanging out and coming back on the show. You know, we missed one week, so we're back. Uh, paid uh, was it pod fading? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, we we try not to do uh, we try not to take weeks off as as it is, but you know sometimes life gets in the way. Uh, but we're very thankful for all the people that listen to our show. It uh, means a lot to us, and you know we'd still do it if nobody was listening. But it's a whole lot funner when we have people listening and participating. So I have to say thanks to everybody about that. So, all right. Well, let's say good night to everybody. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%. Irrelevant, sir. I, I, I thought you were dead. Oh, no, I told you. Well, I fibbed a little bit, but don't be mad. Remember, it's better to tell the truth. And that's no lie. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! New Hampshire? <laughs> did you guys uh, see what michelle put in the chat room after mark left yeah mm-hmm. it's like she says whoo the boss is gone now y'all can relax <laughs> yeah well that would uh that would mean that we would uh actually have a level of uh uh fear uh <laughs> right right and it doesn't exist <laughs> or income <laughs> <laughs> I get fired every other week. (laughs) You're just like the cat that keeps coming back. (laughs) You're fired. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay.